0: Welcome to Dominion Sonship Live again. Here we go. One more message of dominion and the very life of God that is within us. And really, we are mandated to release to the world. And so we have a message. Once again, we have message. And I'm going to trust him for the utterance of this message. He framed a title for me this morning. And it is exactly on that which we have been walking through, moving through, and uh, being carried by, by His Spirit in this message of liberty, in this message that through the cross, through the cross of Christ, through the cross of Christ, not because of my good intentions, not because I can do something good of myself, but because of the cross of Christ, I have been crucified to the world and the world to me there. Therefore, I am no longer subject nor under the bondage of the world. This is the Christian message today. It is a message of liberty. It is a message of liberty. It is a message of dominion. But this dominion looks like a dominion over a carnal nature first and foremost. Because it is through the carnal nature that we are susceptible to falls. It is through the carnal nature that we give the enemy access into our lives. It is through the carnal nature, refusing to renew our mind and be stuck in an old way of a thought that worked for us a little bit at some point. Well, it's a new hour, and the hour is wake up to righteousness and sin no more. And so therefore, this is the message. The message today, the title is made free to bear him, made free to bear him, made free to reflect him, made free to be just like Jesus, made free to carry his cross because it is for freedom that we have been set free. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5. Verse 1, and trusting that the Lord will build this message one verse at a time and expound and really renew our our understanding of, of, of our new birth and the purpose of the new birth. This newness that we now have in Christ through His resurrection, we have brand new life, and this life is really His life flowing through us. And this is a life of liberty, a life of freedom from the shackles of the bondage of the world. Therefore, we're not to come back into the world and situate ourselves in the world. You know, the blood has cleansed me, so now I can partake with whatever I want to partake within the world, and I'll be just fine because the blood's keeping us. No, the blood is keeping us unto holiness. The blood has set us apart to be used by God. Galatians 5.1 Stand fast, stand fast therefore. I love this. Stand fast, therefore, withstand all. Situate yourself firmly on the foundation of the word of God. Do not budge from this persuasion that you have, that you are a child of God. That you have been made, you've been made new today. That you now have access into the very throne of God. Into that holy of holies, you have access. You're right there, right now, in Christ, in Christ before your Heavenly Father in love, fully justified, fully accepted, fully redeemed, fully restored, complete in Him, complete in the headship of Jesus Christ, fitly joined, in the ligaments of the body of Christ, fully supplied by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, stand fast in this persuasion. Stand fast in this confidence. Don't let, don't let the circumstance of the world, don't let the moment of your life steal this confidence. This is the good fight of faith, to lay hold on this eternal living word of life and not let go no matter what it feels like, no matter what it seems like, no matter what the say-so is out there. What is His say-so within you? What is His say-so here within the it is written? What is He saying? No calamity. No distraction is your portion in Christ. Your portion in Christ is life. And therefore, therefore, we make these resolute choices. We make this determined, determined, determined focus of an outlook. I see him alone. I hear his voice alone. He is my good shepherd. He is my good shepherd. He is your good shepherd if you're born again and He leads us. In a stranger's voice, we will not follow. We will not follow damnation and condemnation and arrogance and put-downs and wrong judgment against us, the way to conform to now. I don't think so. Who are we? What is the judgment He's rendered towards us Righteousness, righteousness, full vindication and deliverance from sin, full justification in Christ alone. Therefore, stand fast. Resist all. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty, in the liberty. Because that chapter 4 in Galatians finishes off the we are, we are. Wow, let's see. Verse 28 in chapter 4 for context of what we're standing in. Now we brethren as Isaac was are children of promise. Children of promise of his goodness towards you. Of his love towards you not of wrath, not of destruction, but of a promise. But as he who was born according to the flesh then persecuted him, who was born according to the Spirit, even so it is now. Persecution, even so it is now. Nevertheless, 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 what does the Scripture say? In the midst of your flesh taunting you. In the midst of the flesh of someone else taunting you and persecuting you. What do you say? What does the scripture say? You say as the word says, cast out the bond woman and her son. For the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. Yes, last week we read Paul to the Corinthians that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Therefore, cast out the flesh and blood expression in your life. That is the carnal nature. The first Adam, that you were conformed to at the natural birth, that you when you came out of your mama's womb. But now in Christ, we are born from above, the woman, of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And that is the free woman. And that's what he'll say. That the son of the born woman is not heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. What does that look like? Let's keep reading. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. Has made us free. He has already, already made you free. Where? Where? When? Through the cross? Through the cross, we have been what? Crucified to the world and the world to us. Now that is liberty from the curse. He became the curse so we might know life, righteous life. And with his resurrection, We were raised together with Him far above Roman success. That is where we receive newness of life. I repeat these verses to myself. Because everything in the natural right now, and maybe at all times it was, because the flesh is always in opposition. But the state of the world today if we are to survey it, it's topsy-turvy. That which we, we called good is now being called evil. That which we called white is being called black. And if we are not in the truth of that which is white that's been purged by the blood of Christ, of that which is good, the truth of the word of God, then we'll be mesmerized by a lie and we'll do do what verse 1 finishes off in chapter 5 of Galatians. Do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Once Christ has set you free, walk as a free woman or God. Walk in the freedom of His Spirit. What does that look like in the justification of His redemption? free from condemnation you have been made free to bear him to bear his image and we have looked over the last couple of years romans eight twenty nine, that we are now what conformed to the image of the lord jesus christ in 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 Paul to the Corinthians tells us that we are now undergoing a transformation from glory to glory. And as He is, and as we behold Him, as in a mirror, we're being transformed into His image, the one that we're beholding. So therefore... Because of the freedom by which he set us free, we're not to be entangled again to this bondage, the curse that is found in the world, to live as mere men, to live under the rudiments of the world, to be subject to the say-so of wickedness. The envy of that verse, it is for freedom, Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom, that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, my, stand firm. Like a good soldier for Christ, stand firm then. Come on now, we gotta stand firm. Not cave as a wet noodle. Someone prop me up again. Someone propped me up again. Yeah, Holy Ghost within you is propping you up, propping you up, has propped you up, and will keep you standing as long as you engage. With truth, you will stand forever. Because this word endures forever. It's imperishable, non-corruptible word cannot be corrupted. So if you want to live a life that is not corrupted by the world and the curse found in it, the bondage, then why, where would you be located? In the word. You make a choice for life. His word is life. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Do not let yourselves, we, me, me, our desi. I do it unto myself. Not someone made me do it. Not the devil twisted my arm and led me that way. And I, I was just I, I was helpless. A helpless fool. No, I don't think so. We have a moral agency, a will within us to make choices. And we're not exempt from the choices and the consequence of this choice. Yes, there is grace. Yes, there is mercy. Forgiveness on the basis of repentance. To change our mind and come back to the sound mind of Christ within us. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery new living, so Christ has truly set us free. Really, Desi, I don't feel free. Why don't you feel free? I'll tell you why. What have you been thinking about? What has Desi been thinking about if Desi doesn't feel free? I'll tell you the wrong things. The state of the world. Natural circumstance. But what am I to do? Forsake that. To forsake, to cast out the bondwoman and her son. The fruit of the flesh. To not partake of that which is fallen in my mind. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure, now make sure, you and I are to make sure that you stay free. Now make sure that you stay free. And do not get tied up again in slavery to the law. Don't be bound by that from which you were set free. Let's see the Amplified. It was for this freedom that Christ set us free. Completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once, which you once removed, which you once walked away from, which you once refused to partake, to partake of, which you once knew was wrong. And who has deceived you? Just like in Galatians 3, Paul tells the Galatians, who has bewitched you, O foolish Galatians? You started this in the Spirit by faith, grace abounding towards you. Yet now you're going to revert to the works of the flesh, to the old way regarding that the Jews, at that time, they got gotten born again to servitude to the law. In um, Galatians five, let's see five sixteen. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, when we walk in the Spirit, when we undergo this transformation of a mind renewal, and we're meditating truth, we are walking in the Spirit. It's not some sort of spooky experience. This is reality of Christ within me, the hope of glory, that so let Paul on his missionary trips, where one mission trip will be five years long, where he suffered persecutions for Christ, bore the marks, the scars of these persecutions. Because of the reality of Christ within him, love compelled him to lay down his life so that the world may know the truth. Resurrected King of Glory, the Lord Jesus Christ. Are we moved compelled by the love of God? Or are we being put in a stupor of worry and chaos and as disturbed in our souls as the world is disturbed, subjecting ourselves again to the yoke of the world? Anxiousness of mine. I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know. I don't know how my day is going to go. No, we know how we're gonna make it. We know how our day is gonna go. Glory divine. Though momentary, we might be facing some trials we've read with the many verses we've, we've scanned over the, over the months. It's working for us. It's a temporary affliction, but working glory divine. A mighty transformation to bear His image, made free to bear Him. Verse 17 in chapter 5, For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. In opposition, the bondwoman and the free woman in opposition. The son of the bondwoman in opposition to the son of the free woman. You'll never get along with your carnal self. The carnal self is to be crucified, to be cast far away from you, put down, disrobed, as an old garment tattered. Doesn't look good on you no more. These are contrary to one another, the flesh and the spirit, so that you do not do the things that you wish this intensity in the moment that we can encounter ourselves in to the right thing or yield or yield to that which we know would take us into death because the wages of sin, they earn one thing, death. So you do not do the things that you wish. Verse 18, but if you're led by the Spirit, If you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. You're not subject to the rudiments of the world. You're not subject to the ways of the world. Verse 13 and 14, just go back a little bit. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. You've been called into this freedom. Only do not use liberty, Don't use that for which He set you free for, to serve Him. Don't use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. But through love, serve one another. But through love, serve one another. Verse 15, but if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. Wow. And it's after that he talks about walking in the spirit and not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. And that the flesh and the spirit are contrary to one another. Therefore, you cannot tell me you can flesh out when you're walking in the spirit. It's a lie. No such thing. No such thing to be in the bondage of the world and be led by it to that place By the Spirit. The Spirit will never lead you to be subject again to the rudiments of the world. To cave into pressure of your carnal self. Absolutely not. Just acknowledge I just wasn't in the Spirit. Don't validate flesh. Don't tuck it away and, and pet it. It's deadly. Deadly. He says, "Cast out the bond woman and her son. Stand firm in this persuasion that you are now purchased through the blood of Christ, set free forever. in, in um, Romans 6 22, there is a good verse. Let's do verse 20, Romans 6:20. about. You make a choice today, how you live life, for him or against him. That's the only choice, to serve him or to dishonor him, for you can't serve two masters. For when you were slaves to sin, sorry, when you were slaves of sin, when you were slaves of sin, sin being a master, Sin being your master, ruling over your mind, ruling over the appetites of your flesh, and it still does if you yield to your flesh. There's only one law working in the flesh, it's the law of sin and death. That's what Romans 7 would tell us. But now that you're in the Spirit, the law that's working, working, now that you're a child of God, the law that's working in you is the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Ill to him in you. For when you were slaves of sin. You were free. In regard to righteousness. (laughs) Meaning righteousness. And no lordship over you. You were free from righteousness. What fruit did you have then. In the things of which. You were not ashamed. When. Slave was your master. For the end of those things is death. Don't fool yourself. The end of those things is death. Sin being a master. But now, glory be to God... But now, having been set free from sin in Christ, you've been set free from the power of sin. Don't live like you're subject to that sin nature. Cast it off. Deny it. Pick up the cross and deny the old man. Abstain from listening to the flesh. Rule him out. Bring down that thought. Disobey flesh. Yes. It's a good place to practice disobedience where your flesh is concerned. But now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, we've been made free for what? To bear Him, to be a slave to God. A bond servant of Christ, Paul referred himself as being a servant of Christ. And having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness. This is the fruit we're to bear, fruit to holiness. And the end of this bearing of this fruit of righteousness, that is, that looks like holiness, is everlasting life. Because when we sow into the Spirit, out of the Spirit, we reap everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death. But look at this. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. In uh, 1 Corinthians, let's go to 1 Corinthians from here. 6. It just flows with the Romans 6 verse that I just read. 1 Corinthians 6. Verse 12, we've been set free, but to exercise this freedom to serve God. All things are lawful to me or for me, Paul tells us. But all things are not helpful. They're not edifying. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Just because you're set free and you can make some choices, these choices that you're making on a daily basis, if they're not made as a sowing into the spirit, they'll put you into bondage, they'll make you serve them. Paul says, though I'm a free man. I know one thing, that, they, that not everything is helpful to me. Not everything, not all not, oh, things are lawful, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Well, you know, you can do this, it's legal. It's legal to do this. Partake of this, it's legal. Well, will you be brought under the power of it? Is the question. And you will because that which you serve, you become a slave to and becomes your master. What a sobering thought for myself and I trust for you as well. Peter writes along the same way in First Peter. Chapter 2 verse 6 Actually if if I go um in verse 4, sorry, First Peter 2, 4. Coming to him as a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. But chosen by God and precious. You also as the living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You are made to offer up spiritual sacrifices, not fleshly embellishments, to be a living sacrifice. Therefore it is also contained in the scripture behold i lay in zion a chief cornerstone elect and precious and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame you see the the the, the works of the flesh we read the fruits that, those are shameful things but we are now to be a living sacrifice Because we are now found in him, and in him is no shame. Nothing that is found in him takes us into shamefulness, but into liberty, liberty from condemnation, liberty from shame. Therefore, verse 7, to you who believe he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. But you are a chosen generation. Here we're moving into made free to serve him because we are made to bear his image. As he was chosen, so are we chosen in him. As he is living, so are we living after him. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, because we are under his highly priesthood right now. Made kings and priests unto him, a holy nation, his own special people. We are peculiar to the world. We've been set apart from the world. We're not to resemble the world, but we're to resemble him, to be conformed to him, that you may proclaim the praise of him who called you out of darkness. This is the liberty. He called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are children of the light. And maybe it all sounds the same. Maybe just Desi kind of, yeah, same, 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 same. It's all the same. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Live right, okay. Well, I like to do this, I like to do that, okay. There's a consequence to what you like and you don't like. You are a child of God. You to stand firm against the wiles, the schemes of the devil. You don't wrestle flesh and blood. There is deception in this hour like never before. A dulling of your senses. A tugging on your soul like never before. And so, if you do not understand that you've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Light that is for freedom that he set you free to be, to be a bond servant of God, to serve him acceptably as a living sacrifice, then it's gonna be messed up for you and for me if I choose to do that. Not serve him acceptably and flesh out on every corner and get, give my peace of mind to, you know, give my flesh expression. No, reign in, reign in, be led by the good shepherd, be led by truth, be led in this conformity to bear his image alone. Look, verse 10, who once were not a people, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God. You and I now are the people of God. We are the people of God. Say what? We're God's people. We're God's kids. We play on his turf. In his front yard, backyard, side yard, in him alone we in moving to of our being. He's our daddy. is my father. I'm his. We're God's people. But once we were not, who once were not a people, but now are people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Now his mercy abounds. Now his love abounds. His forgiveness is living towards you and I. His reality of abiding in us has taken over my understanding. So I will bear his image alone. Romans three twenty-four. Back to Romans. It's about our justification through faith. In verse 21, But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed. This is what has made us His people. For He is a righteous God. And through His Son dying for us and becoming sin for us, we now are being transformed and conformed into pure righteousness on earth. But in the Spirit, we've been fully justified already. But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Through faith in Jesus Christ. How am I... How am I made right with God? How am I standing right before God? Because I've done it right? No, because through faith in Jesus Christ, it is in Him we've been set free. It is in Him now that we can serve God acceptably through Him alone. through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference, for all had sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but it continues being justified freely by His grace we are now being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Don't struggle with your redemption. Don't struggle with your justification. Don't struggle with your salvation. It has been assured. Come back to these verses. Because if you're not assured of your salvation, of this justification, of this perfect redemption, through the one sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will go back into the world because of condemnation because you'll never feel good enough. You'll never feel like you've earned the love of God. You'll never feel like you you can attain to holiness. You already are in holiness in Christ. You already are made perfect in Christ. You already are made complete in Him. You already have been sanctified through the blood of Christ. Walk in it now and the Holy Spirit is your enabler. Enabler! What did we read in Galatians? To be led by the Spirit. When we walk in the Spirit, will not satisfy nor fulfill the lust of the flesh. Thoughts! 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 Of where it's at perceptions. What do you truly believe? Do you believe what you believe because your mama told you, your grandma told you, because the local pastor told you, or because you read it and thus says the Lord, the word of God. And what glory if if your pastor told you as the Word tells you? What glory divine if your mama told you as the Word told you? What divine wisdom if your grandma told you as the Word told you? But oftentimes, it's not quite so. What an hour we live in where it can be so subtle, this deception. But if you go back to these verses, that you've been freely justified, freely justified through his grace, that this righteousness is through faith in Jesus Christ. So I'm just, so I'm right before God right now because I believe. And it's not a put on, I believe. And I believe you too, it's not a put on, you believe. Whom God, verse 25, regarding Jesus Christ, that is our redemption, our righteousness, our wisdom. Whom God set forth as a propitiation, an atoning sacrifice. By his blood through faith, 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 have you been made free to bear him? To serve him, to reflect him, to rope him, to put him on, put on Christ, and not fulfill the works of the flesh, the passions of the flesh. by his blood through faith, to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance, God has passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time through this atoning sacrifice of Christ, his righteousness, that he might be that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. When you have faith in Jesus, God himself, the just judge calls you just. When you believe in Jesus, when you have faith in Jesus, the righteous judge, the judge of all himself, The just judge, the one that justly judges, the justifier of all, he himself calls you just and free and delivered and whole and healed and redeemed and powerful and mighty in him and through him alone. Therefore, it in 27 says, there's no boasting in this. How can I gloat? He did it and now I received it freely he gave it to me so I can freely now give it out give out his life to another give out give out of this supply of goodness that is in me to another through acts of kindness oh, oh else he leads me second corinthians actually in um Romans 5.17 For if by one man's offense death reigned, this is the offense of Adam, for if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, Much more, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Mighty through Him will reign in life through the one, through the only one, Jesus Christ. Not in your flesh, not of your flesh, not of the soul of the world. But because you've received this abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Wow. Verse verse 19. For us by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners through Adam. But now we're not after Adam. We've read that. Paul to the Corinthians. We're after the the Lord from heaven. The second Adam. The Lord Jesus Christ. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. This is why you were made free. To bear his righteousness. Oh, oh. This is the freedom of a mindset to know that you are the accepted in the beloved Christ. To know that sin is not counted against you anymore. That you can now live and yield your members for righteousness to serve God alone. Moreover, the law entered, verse 20, that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So that, so that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's why now we can understand it better in 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 John. 6, was it 54 in John 6? Was it 54, if I can quickly, um John 6, yeah, 53 and 54. I'll just read quickly. Then Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I'll raise him up at the last day. This is what Paul told the Romans right here. We read the last verse. So as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Why? We partakers of his nature. Why? Why? Because we have eaten of His flesh and drunk of His blood, why? Because we abide in truth alone. Why? Because His word is my abode. Why? Because the word now through me is yielding fruits of righteousness. His word through me is yielding fruits of righteousness. If we go to, I want to see Philippians two, uh, Philippians three quickly. Maybe I'll wrap it up here. We've looked at um, Philippians three ten a lot. There, regarding conformity, and that in 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 Philippians three ten we read that. Paul said, I may know him and the power of his resurrection. This is his earnest desire. That it's such an earnest desire that he counts all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, my Lord. Because he knows righteousness is only found through faith in Jesus. Because he was a Pharisee of Pharisees. And this concept of righteousness was ever eluding those that practiced the law perfectly. They always bore a guilty conscience. But through the blood, through the blood of Christ, through faith in the blood, that we read faith in the blood, faith in the blood, the conscience of men is purged. Why? Because we become a brand new creation with the very mind of God. The very mind of Christ. That which I say to you is profound revelation. It is understanding of liberty. It is understanding of the Christian life that we are Christians. We are Christians. Christ in us. We are Christians. We have a purge conscience. We are from above. Therefore, we as spoken say that this is what we desire to be found in him. Verse 9, To be found in him, not having my own righteousness, my own do-goods list, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in, 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 not myself, not my local church, not my husband. And if you are a man, not your wife's good works to save you. No, solely through faith in Christ. Faith in Christ. Do you believe Jesus today? Do you believe Jesus today? Well then, you are righteous. This is what Paul's saying. To attain into this revelation of righteousness through Christ alone. The righteousness which is from God by faith. That I may know him, verse 10 that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being conformed, bearing His image, being conformed to His death, carrying up that cross, picking up that cross daily, taking up that cross. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead, but I want to read verse 21 and I'll finish off. Actually, verse 20, for our citizenship, for our citizenship is where? As a born-again child of God, being born of from the free woman, being a child of promise as Isaac was. Where is your citizenship? Where do you live from? Where does your sustenance come from? Where does your provision come from? Your strength, your understanding. I've lived in foreign countries and I know what an embassy is as a foreigner in a foreign country. It's your home place. You go there and you eat the meals you ate growing up, the smells of growing up, the language of growing up. You go to the embassy, it's the best place in a foreign land. It's going home. They speak your language. They celebrate as you celebrate the same people as you. They look like you. Well, your citizenship is in heaven. In heaven. And you're now dispatched as an ambassador for Christ into this world to disseminate the gospel message of Christ. That faith in Christ alone is eternal life. That faith in Christ alone is your justification and peace of mind and salvation. Our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly bodies Who transform our lowly bodies that it may be conformed to his glorious body. To be conformed to his glorious body. And of course we know ultimately this is at the trumpet sound. The trumpet call with a twinkling of an eye. As he is will be fully, fully, fully transform the lowly body into a glorious body. But while here on earth, we are still undergoing transformation from glory to glory. According to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. For all things within my life to comply to truth, to comply to love, this nature of God within me. ha. And so today we are made free to bear him alone. Glory be to God. We are done for today again. Yes, we are. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) Glory be to God.